Hello and welcome back to EastEnders Weekly, your weekly podcast. It's not about EastEnders news. Right. Well, it's slightly about EastEnders news. You know how um, we were all under the assumption that Ted is in Australia? Uh, yes, Ted's visiting his family in Australia. Well, I've got news for you. He hasn't. He's been on a road trip around Great Britain. <gasps> not with his former co-star of All Creatures Great and Small. Yes, that's right. Oh my goodness. He's got his own like docu-travel series, yes. Ted Murray. Starting on Channel 4 in the UK. Yeah, so who saw that coming? Mm. Now we know why he's been missing from the show for ages. I mean, docu-travel series are like the thing at the moment, aren't they? Mm. I mean, Channel 5 is pretty much saturated with it. Um, and now uh, Channel 4 seems to be seems to be jumping on the trend too. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to watch it. It's just, it's just around the UK, so it's not exactly an expensive tour. I mean, Ted... Series 1. <laughs> series 1 of... Many. Ted, um, the character and presumably the actor, uh, is is. I don't think he's one to really want to leave the country unless he have to necessarily has mm. to. Maybe um, Australia for series two. What so they can actually tie it in with an extended <laughs> special? Maybe they could have um a guest from him his uh, time on the soap as well. They could have Bernie on there. I mean, they've all Karen. got their own spin-offs. Danny Dye's got a spin-off as well. Yeah, Danny Dye's got his spin-off where he follows his royal blood through uh, history because um as uh, i don't know if people know this maybe people outside the uk might not know but there's a program here called who do you think you are and it's when they go through the uh, celebrity's family tree and danny dyers found out that he was like the great 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 royal descendant grandson yeah. of the royal family so he's got royal blood in him so now he's got his own spin-off show murray has a spin-off show about traveling yeah yeah i mean also doesn't <sighs> um isn't danny dyer going to be in his daughter's also named Danny Dyer, reality show that's on ITV. Yeah, but not much. He's not allowed in that much. Well, BBC have said. Oh, have they? Mm. Is that why they gave him this kind of... Probably. They've given him another show as well. Oh, Danny Dyer? Yeah. What they given like him? Like a game show. Have they? Yeah. What's it? I hope it's... It's a big deal that he's made, isn't I, it? I sincerely Are hope... Are they softening the blow for firing him from EastEnders, do you think? No. No? Because that's... that's... Danny Dyer is too popular on EastEnders for them to get rid of. Rid of. I mean, I hope they don't steal my... Uh, name uh for the danny dyer game that i created on this podcast <laughs> sure having a bubble right. if it i swear if it comes up danny, danny dyer's dyer's, having a bubble if that comes up i am suing <laughs> just you you pay my pay me pay me my wares bbc good luck <laughs> no this isn't a podcast about ted murray's travel documentary show <laughs> that's a mouthful although one day it could be no it's about eastenders the soap Oh, of course it is. Broadcast on BBC, and we are going to talk about the episodes that were broadcast between the 28th and the 31st of January. So we had no Friday episode again. I'm Alex, by the way. You are, and I'm Ben. And there was no host. <laughs> and there was no Friday episode this time, not because of football, but because of rugby. Okay, the Six Nations the, uh, began. Double episode on Thursday, aren't we now? I quite like the double episode on Thursday. I mean, yeah. there is there's rumours going around, isn't there, that there might be a double episode scenario. Uh, happening no i don't want it i mean i wouldn't mind if they didn't add an extra episode i just took away friday but friday's there for like the big cliffhanger though i'd rather they took away the tuesday i'd rather they had a or the monday so they had tuesday double thursday friday (laughs) i would that's what i personally would too confusing how is that confusing in any way (laughs) yeah but they're they're kind of moderately getting you into the change by doing the double episodes more often no because if it's a purposeful double episode like cory do and everdale or whatever like the episode is really slow because it's like well they do could have been a half hour episode but it is now an hour well they normally do it on of one day don't they so double episode is the same day which i don't want 
No, we no, I don't think it was slow. Yeah, it the thing is, they need to find something to put in between the double episode, not the tat that they put. On Danny the... Dyer's game show. Oh yes, having a bubble. They could do a review show if he's done that. Any ideas he could do that? Yeah, I wonder. I mean, we have quite a special announcement because Sharon's back. I know. You could hear those Thank hills. God. You could hear those hills from miles away. <laughs> like when when she landed on the airport, it wasn't the squeak of tires coming onto the tarmac. <laughs> it was the squeak of her heels scraping along it. <laughs> I know, and she's do- she's doing quite well, seeing she's jet lagged. She's not <laughs> affected at all, is she? No. She's I mean, right on it. Isn't jet lag more affected if you go the other way? That's what I'm under the impression. It's not so mm. bad coming from. Depends on what you've been drinking, Sharon. I mean, I can imagine her with those miniatures on the plane, <laughs> swashing them around. No wonder she didn't get affected when she went to the Vic later, because she'd already half cut when she mm. arrived. But um, she arrived to quite the news. She did, because they Keanu had been arranging a surprise party for. Louise, mm, who this week has been the most annoying character. Oh, entirely. And oh. and the fact that they, they're having a party because she passed her theory test. <laughs> and even everyone around was like, it's only a theory test. It's like, oh, but I want a party. Mm. So, um, yeah, she had a party for passing a theory test. Yeah, and it was like Bex's idea. And she helped Keanu because he's a bit of a dumb boy. He can't do a modern party. I have the millennials like. Well, <laughs> exactly, millennials. I have to say, I think it was a bit unfair because when they were listing... With Phil, because he asked Phil for some advice <laughs> of how to host a party. And Phil had said sausage rolls, mm. chicken legs, yeah. scotch eggs, miniature mm. ones. He didn't specify whether the small ones or the big ones. But he did specify that he, he likes a scotch egg. Big ones for him. Big ones for him mm. to match his head. And he wanted some jelly eels. Yeah. I mean, you know, standard fare for a party, mm, I'd mix. say. Yeah, it, it is a savoury pick of crisps open in a bowl. Yeah. yeah. But no, Bex wanted all sorts of disgusting things carrot sticks hummus hummus avocado avocado dip (laughs) yeah i mean that's not a party although no one liked it at the party though no well they left the party lasted about 10 minutes (laughs) they just sat in the lounge listening to music sharon crashed it and took over i know well of course she did well she did take over because then when she arrived and after the initial upset that she'd seen that keanu and louise were hugging and kissing Mm. and she gave that look um she then went over to the table and started serving plates of food to everyone <laughs> she was like the waitress and she she gave a plate of food to dennis and then gave him a kiss and tiff uh, there was a little a little story referring back to obviously yeah, the Eva story he's embarrassed in front of mm. um tiff because he kind of fancies her now yeah and tiff kind of laughs at him and he's mm. like oh no god you know i've just got into this cool gang i can't be seen uh, being kissed by my mum <laughs> even though her mum has got very attractive legs i know it's lots of um new haircuts this week as well because Sharon's got her new hair. Yeah. It's freshly done. Freshly ironed. No singed <laughs> <laughs> She's got new makeup, new eyebrows, I noticed. She great. Uh, who else had new hair? Bex had new hair. Slight trim. Oh. Hunter had his hair done. And so did Mel. Her, she's not as blonde. Even must... though she's been in the sun, so that's confusing. I mean, if you go to, like, Portugal, Spain, a lot of those uh, resorts have, like, hairdressers mm. and tattoo parlours within the resort. So, obviously, Mel must have treated herself to a special day spa. Or all the cast had two weeks off over Christmas, and now we're seeing everyone a bit, little bit different. <laughs> a little bit recovering from their two weeks of rest, and uh, not pantomime. None of them did pantomime, did they? No, Phil did. Phil did. And yeah, Keanu, but, but that's not been written in That's yet. not, exactly, no. that's not to happen. Um, and we also had some great scenes, because they all went to the Vic after the rubbish party, um, <laughs> and Keanu wants to speak to Sharon, but he can't get alone with her, because Louise is really clingy. Even Bex has said to Louise, you're being a bit clingy. Mm. But then you have to remember that Bex, Bex seems to be the mediator between them two. She seems to be l- looking after them both because Keanu earlier said that um, he didn't want 
people to get the wrong impression about her Instagram picture that she posted of a hot teacher. <laughs> and uh, Louise Bex is the first one to say, "You're not stringing her along, are you?" And he's like, "No, no, no, no I'm not. I'm not." So mm. Louis, I think I think. Bex is on it. Bex has this kind of... She has this sixth sense. She always knows when people are being played. It's the, Fowler, it's the gene, you see. It, the Bill Fowler gene. Yeah. The Lou Bill. Somewhere yes. along the line, isn't it? Deep within. <laughs> Meddling. Um, it was a re- I really like the scene when he follows Sharon into the women's toilets. <laughs> and um, they're talking and like Louise comes in and he hides. And then you hear like Louise talk about Keanu to Sharon while mm. Keanu's in the room. That was quite interesting because all, all she likes is how many likes and shares she's getting from the photo yeah, from Keanu. Because he's so attractive. Like, look how many more likes I get on my Instagram mm. profile. It's like, that's the basis of your relationship, is it, Louise? Yeah. He I wants mean, a woman like Sharon, a real woman. She does. Don't care about the social media status. No. She, all she, all she all likes the kitchen the sink. <laughs> yeah, all she cares about is the tables and the kitchen is there sink. plumbing? <laughs> and his walnuts. And his great. Obviously, Keanu heard all this, so this kind of... Do you think that sort of set something off in his mind? No, I think forever, the Keanu... As soon as Sharon was going to return, Keanu was going to go straight mm. back um, to her or try... The second to they're together, though, it is, like, way better than Louis. <laughs> I know. Well, like, on screen. There's a spark and there's this hotness, yeah. isn't there? And when they're in the cafe later and they have that... They have a, not a fight, but they have a bit of a falling out over Louise and him hurting her. And, you know, she can't... You, I can't date someone who's seeing my stepdaughter... And like it's just the way she leans over, it's just there's this, this kind of this mm. chemistry that really works between yeah. them. It does. It puts a real flame on the screen when you no, see No, I mean them. Um, now that Keanu is with her stepdaughter, that's it for Sharon. She's decided. She's been quite headstrong. Yes. <laughs> she's had a little chat with Michelle and obviously had a pep talk. So she's going in. She's not taking her clothes off yet. She's not kissed him. No. So she's been quite quite resilient to Keanu. She's being restrained. Charms. His yeah. Eyes. <laughs> I mean, he kept listening to that same message again and again and again. You think it would have drilled home eventually mm. that perhaps Sharon doesn't want anything to do with him. But, did but you... he did try. He he sent her like flowers. No, it was really it, ridiculous. It was one flower. It was an orchid. Yeah. That was in, in to a the box. house. So what did he think was going to happen, really? Mm. I mean, it, it it was led to interpretation of who it was for. It could have been for Phil, for all we know. <laughs> And uh, he, yeah, and Sharon saw it and immediately thought, although it might not have been for Sharon, it might have been always intended for Louise, but we no, know it wasn't. It wasn't. Because he was waiting at the park bench. He was, and then Louise classic, turned up and yeah. he's like, Ugh. Bottle of champagne. <laughs> like us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, Louise, nice. here she is again. Oh. I mean, he knows how to treat a Sharon, doesn't he? Fish and chips, bottle of champagne. Yeah, I'd be there on the park bench. Alcohol and food. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she needs. I mean, Louise's voice seems to be more annoying this week. She was really whiny. She was acting Kiko. spoiled. Yeah. She talks really annoying. When she stole his phone, when he sent that message to, to oh. Sharon, and it came within every right for him to say, I give know. me my phone back. Mm. And she was like, oh, are you texting? <laughs> and yeah. she was like, oh, go away, Louise. Yeah, she's really annoying. Real pain. I'm petitioning for a who killed Louise. <laughs> <laughs> she's very young. Yeah, it doesn't stop him before. No. I mean, there's been attempts on Louise's life uh, at least once when she got pushed into the fire, which Hunter brings and up the bus. later. And the bus. That's too... So there we go. Louise is an accident waiting to happen, isn't she? They brought up her scars. Someone said something really horrible. Hunter does. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that a bit later in the show. That yeah, when good. he confronts Keanu, because Keanu also has a bit of a, uh, a fight oh, with Hunter on, with Munter on the square. Yeah. But I mean, Louise and Keegan have broken up now because he, Sharon basically says... I can't be with you while you're with Louise. So he mm. thinks, fine, 
Louise is out <laughs> straight away. <laughs> I mean, right I now you're home. I think Phil was more hurt by this than Louise was. And I don't get why Phil was so angry. I, I don't know. He's always looking for that kind of ch- that son, isn't he? I suppose he's always looking yeah, for. But that. at the same time, every time Louise has a boyfriend, he always doesn't want them to have a boyfriend. And then when she breaks up, he's angry that they broke up. It's like. Yeah, but this is another double standard by Louise because Louise was moaning so much last week that she can't have Wait a boyfriend. Wait till I tell my dad about you. Exactly. She's doing <laughs> so that she can't have a boyfriend because Phil interferes with her life all the time and she just wants him to let her, you know, free and let her do what she wants. And then as soon as she doesn't like the news from Keanu, because she, first she thinks that he's organising a trip to oh, the zoo say, for her to go back to her he natural habitat. He barely says anything. She goes... Oh, you've put something surprised for me. Oh, have I ruined it? Yeah, no, oh, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> oh. You're dumped. <laughs> yeah, chucks a drink on him. Yeah. And and Keanu quite rightly, two scenes together when Keanu goes to Sharon and says, Phil's going to kill me. And then next minute you see Louise going, he dumped me. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and then, yeah, one it's after like, the other. Why is he going to kill him? Well, he's going to be upset because he's hurt his daughter. Oh, but so Louise ridiculous. made this big point last week that she can stand on her own two yeah, feet. Yeah, she doesn't need her dad. And then go straight to her dad when something doesn't go her way. Mm. She's such a she spoiled brat. very annoying. Is mm. she on the Who Won the Week this week at the end? Is she a nomination? Let me just check. No. Good. And she wasn't even <laughs> she wasn't even mentioned by anyone either. Yeah, good. She shouldn't because she's just been annoying. But um, yeah, I mean, Keanu Single announces his love again for Sharon. Mm. She's not having it. She said, no, I don't love you. She said it very quickly because it was just before Phil and Louise then came storming <laughs> through. And then Phil told Keanu that he's not allowed anywhere near his family again. No. Even though he's invited him to a boxing match. Well, no, that's cancelled. He's torn that ticket. If he had They're the ticket, have a boxing match. If he had that ticket in his pocket, he would have torn that in front of his face and threw it at him. Yeah, chucked him out. I mean, it was quite restrained for Phil not to kind of like start oh, yeah. punching, it, punching Keanu about a bit because he likes doing that, doesn't he mm. now? He's gone back to form. I mean, it is... Well, uh, Sharon was like, I'm not leaving this room in case you hit him. He's like, get yeah. out! Yeah, go see Louise, go! <laughs> she's like, promise, you won't hurt Keanu. So, I mean, she's still protective over him. So I'm she su- does still like him. Mm, and I'm surprised Louise hasn't twigged that there was this relationship, I know, very short yeah, all relationship. Of a sudden, and yeah. all of a sudden, since <laughs> Sharon Sharon's steps come in the door, <laughs> yeah, yeah, her perfume goes past his nose yeah. and all of a sudden it's... Mm. I'm in love again. So yeah. So suspicious. Because mm. we were wondering whether she was getting this relationship with Keanu as like a double trick because she wants to catch Sharon and Keanu out again. Mm. She did blackmail them a few months ago, but I don't think she is. But that was just... explained as a personal training session. Yeah. Maybe she made her listen but, but, to the video. But we did think, well, maybe Louise is smarter than we think and she's double mm. bluffing again, but I don't think she is. I don't think Louise is that smart. I used to think Louise She is... just loves the tailor. Mm. I, just, I thought she had a little bit of Mitchell in her, like she could out, outwit people. No. But I mean, Mitchells aren't particularly smart, I guess, are they really? And her mum's not the brightest spark Louis, in the No, you know. Lisa, she's a bit yeah. fire. She, fire. Yeah, she acts she. And, then, and then sees what happens and afterwards. And then thinks about yeah, it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Sharon has to admit her love for him soon. So there's going to be more to it next week i hope oh yeah oh now sharon's back it's it's and she's got it. a new coat she has got a new coat new coat new makeup new hair new sharon <laughs> it is so um right next up we are continuing our julia's legacy Welcome back to another edition of Julie's Legacy. 
where we take a look at every single Julius theme used at the end of an episode of EastEnders. We're not, special episodes. That's right. We're, n- we're not going to stop until we've done all of them. No, we're still there. We're still in the same year as we have been for <laughs> a long time. <laughs> we don't seem to be moving on from this year. But um, going to 2011 now, so that's nice. Good. So the first one, we're celebrating Christmas Day. Oh, yes. EastEnders style. Yeah, it's the 25th of December, 2010. And this is when Stacey Branning leaves the show and she leaves by leaving the country with baby Lily mm-hmm. and starting a new life in Mexico. Yeah, without anyone really wondering how she got out of the country so easily. <laughs> I know, it's a bit... It's a bit... It's fine. You don't really know any, any exit on EastEnders like that. doesn't no, really make true. sense. And isn't this the only Julius theme for Christmas Day? Or am I wrong in saying that? I think so, yeah, mm. possibly. So she not only did Stacey get a Julius theme, she's the only one who ever got one on Christmas mm. Day. So far. So far, so you'd imagine that it had a, it was quite a happy <laughs> episode, a, a, a change of tradition for EastEnders because Christmas Day tends to be a very angry, sad mm. episode. But um, alas, it was not because Janine was up to her tricks again because she found out from Lauren through mm. a recording. Lauren is a, she's a little minx, isn't she? She has all these recordings hanging around. I mean, she had that past, didn't she, where she was into films and mm. she recorded Max and Stacey kissing on her wedding day. And now she has a recording of Stacey confessing to the murder. To the murder. Yeah. So Janine's got information. She's like, not on this episode, but she's told everyone in the square, apparently, like in front of everyone in the Vic, that this that Stacey, Stacey has murdered um, Archie. And um, yeah, so Stacey is not not knowing what to do. Ryan is has left Janine. And has basically said to Stacey, I'll spend my future with you. So he's trying to arrange her getting like out of the country because he knows it's all boiling over. Ronnie and Roxy want to know the truth from Max, whether Stacey did kill their dad. I mean, Stacey is is a bit of a pl- panic at the moment, isn't she? She doesn't, her head's not, I mean, no, this is the she beginning. She wants to admit it. But she doesn't want to also yeah. get in trouble. So we know that Stacey has bipolar and it will take only a little bit for her to tip over the edge. Um, and so Max is covering it up for Stacey because she, he also knows. Of course, it's Max. Exactly. And so Max is again accused of loving Stacey, which by the end of the episode, we find out that he does still love Stacey. But for the first time ever, Stacey's mind is cleared and she says, you know, I don't love you. I, it's Bradley. It'll always be Bradley. Bradley's the one I love. Mm. Of course, until Martin comes onto the scene. That's true. With his fruit and veg. <laughs> and yeah it's it's kind of like uh janine is desperate to get stacy in prison because for two reasons really she one of them's kind of a, a fake reason but in her head it sounds quite good that she loved archie and she was very upset when archie had died yeah. even though archie had obviously pushed her out of the pub and mm. he just you know he showed his cards and said that i had used you for what i wanted to gain the vic um but also because ryan had fallen in love with stacy mm. and ryan and stacy were together Lovely ryan and janine wasn't very happy that ryan had chosen stacy over um her and i think also she was a bit upset that stacy had used the lily is your child card which was again out by this point bradley mm. uh they, they all found out it wasn't bradley's kid no it was anymore. ryan's mm. but i um, mean yeah, she takes things into desperate messages because she thinks Right, I know that you're, you've killed once, so you might kill again. Mm. She gets a knife and Janine stabs herself yes. with Stacey's like, prints on it, on the knife. Well, she thing, gets so. Stacey to hold the knife yeah. and then she thrusts herself into the knife. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very dark moment for it Janine. Is. When that happens, it turns into like a really good episode. Mm. It was a bit slow and silly before. I was, quite, I, I was quite excited um, by the, you know... What, the Phil Mitchell dinner? <laughs> 
Well, no, the Phil Mitchell dinner was of its own. I mean, Phil had a beard. That was the one note that we yeah, took out of that, didn't we? The, the Brannings had quite a good big Christmas meal too, um, with obviously the kids and Lauren. And, and Lauren was being her normal self, kind of going, I've ruined everything again. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, yes, yes, you have, Lauren. But um, Stacey <laughs> does decide eventually that um, she is going to, escape the country well but she keeps having flashbacks of bradley shouting run stace run she has a couple of flashbacks mm. and the first one i think in her mind she's thinking well obviously bradley wants me to do what he did so then she climbs up onto the vic roof <laughs> until she's calmed down and uh, uh, you know brought mm. back down by max no one seemed to notice that no. stacy was on the top of this roof no one ever seems to notice that people are on the vic roof but she had men offering their love for her she had ryan who she eventually turned down and said no i i don't want to go with you mm. so then max takes her to the airport max then says hmm, maybe i could leave and go with you yeah just leave his family at home having christmas dinner <laughs> on their own um but she decides no i don't don't want you it's always bradley it's always going to be bradley and, um, she's going to go leave on her own with her baby mm. lily this is while the police are on a hunt for stacy because janine's um, been really dramatic yeah she but the first thing she said was stacy slater it was stacy slater yeah. although i suppose she didn't say it, the archie murder she just said that stacy had stabbed mm. her so i suppose it wasn't particularly a mad chase to find stacy yeah but the policing was beyond belief because he <laughs> literally just went and said has anyone seen stacy slater Anyone? Anyone seen yeah. Stacey Slater? No, no one's seen her. No, and she okay, like right. drives past behind yeah. them as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah. But yeah, she leaves. She's on an aeroplane, a bit like Kathy's exit. It's very much like, but at night rather than yeah. the day. And you see the London skyline from mm. the window. And Max looks up at her plane from the square. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. A tear down his eye. Um, um, the woman who sat next to Stacey clearly was not happy that she was sat in the seat next to her baby. No. On a flight to Mexico, it's a long flight. That's, a long, that's 11 hours. <laughs> I mean, that's a long haul flight. You're going to have to sit with a child next to you. But yeah, I mean, she got rolling credits and the credits were just the night sky the whole time. Mm. Stacey's view. So that, was, <laughs> that was a nice Christmas. So the next one, we're in 2011 and it's the 13th of January. Mm. And we say an emotional goodbye to charlie slater so another slater's leaving we do well this is we were both saying weren't we that how empty the slater house was mm. when he was having this conversation with mo uh, inside their house in fact mo gone. was pretty much the only one there because cat yeah. was now living in the vic mm. with our, um alfie and Jean was in a taxi with her social worker. <laughs> Jean was going off to the hospital. Her care worker. But again, in this episode, we'll we'll get to what she was saying. But Jean was switched on. Jean knew exactly what was going on. And she always does, doesn't yeah. she? And well, then oh, everyone just blames her medication all the time. Yeah. I mean, somebody to quickly go back to what we were just talking about. Jean was the one who got the confession out of Stacey. Mm. Um, uh, and because she said, I know, I can tell you're lying. Yeah, don't lie to me. Yeah. So Jean, Jean's cleverer than you think because she's been doing it, obviously, recently as well. She's, she's cleverer than you think. Mm. I reckon this whole mental breakdown with Jean is just an act. I think she's got a detective inside of her. So um, the emotional goodbye from Charlie, were you emotionally upset by his train journey? <laughs> I mean, apart from when the door almost shut in his face <laughs> as he was waving goodbye to Kat. They obviously had one take and they were like, you can't mess this <laughs> up. And he kind of did. <laughs> We can't afford to retake this. So no, I mean he was on an. Well, obviously he was on the train. So do I, I was asking you this? Do they actually film someone on the train and then going off to the next station and then they get from the next station <laughs> back do. again? I mean that's awful, isn't it? You kind of just then stand there for like five minutes as you come wait to this crew wait for him to return. Yeah. But yes, he he had one chance and unfortunately his exit was. Not very good. No. I mean, he does get another Julius theme soon, which we'll be talking about like in a few more episodes. But, but... not for a little while yet, though. And that's yeah. that's his ultimate goodbye, yeah. isn't it? That's his. So act. he gets two. Yeah. So Charlie has decided to leave. He's um he sort of has a chat with Cat. But this is the reason why he's decided to leave mm. because Cat. We need to go 
a little bit back because this is where the infamous baby swap storyline had started. This is where Ronnie's child had died of cot death. Ronnie swapped Cat's child with her own in their crib and then pretended that Cat's child was her own. And so this was the funeral. This was after the funeral of Cat thinking that she was burying her mm. child Tommy and Ronnie had gone in and offered her child, which was actually Cat's child, mm -hmm. to Cat because she couldn't bear Cat not having a child no. after the funeral. And this set off lots of like emotions between Charlie and Cat and her past with Zoe and Yeah. Because Cat accused Charlie of basically wanting to take the easy route and indirectly had been the reason why Cat had lost her child this time. Mm. Um but but basically more because that she he made her give up Zoe yeah. or pretend that Zoe was actually her sister. Oh well and also as we now know, Kat had to give up her other child as well, her son. Don't talk about him. The twin. The twin that doesn't exist. I mean, it was, does. it was kind of a loose <laughs> reason for Charlie to leave because Charlie's one of those characters who he wouldn't leave unless he was dead. So they mm. had to make this sort of really loose reason for him to not be in Wolford anymore. But he's going to Lynn's, wasn't he? I know, with <laughs> all the sloppy dogs. <laughs> sloppy dogs, you're going to hate it, Charlie. Yeah, off to see Lynn. Yeah, Just just to spend some distance away from Kat. She said, he said, we need a bit of distance from each other, but I'll be down to visit at Christmas, which he never was. No, and he, made a, he makes a few guest appearances over the Baby Swip storyline, mm. like to appease the fans a bit. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it was what it was really. I mean, Charlie Slater was... His next Julius theme's a bit better, I feel. Yeah. I mean, I was <laughs> when never... he's dead. <laughs> when he dies. I mean, I liked Charlie, but he was never a... Front row centre character. No, he's not like a fan favourite character, but no. he was harmless. He's a bit like a Heather. Yeah, that's a like good... He like was. A... He was a male Heather. Yeah, like a harmless, <laughs> nice guy. He made he made stories move along. Yeah. And and when it was this storyline when we found out the cat had been raped, um, he was a good... He was a good, good in-between for that. Mm. That was probably his shining moment. Next up, we have the 11th of March, 2011. <gasps> this one, I'm one of my least favourite of all of them so far. It was just weird do you not like a good wedding that no. never was it was phil mitchell and shirley carter they were meant to be getting married but they decide not to marry after like four different arrangements and then decide to just go on honeymoon together yeah with the julius theme with for some reason. <laughs> don't know why <laughs> well because it was it i suppose it was quite a happy ending for them both where they kind of agreed because i phil had had quite a heavy year beforehand mm. because he'd got into drink and drugs Shirley had helped him out of it, but then Shirley found out that Phil had had an affair with his aunt. aunt. <laughs> Not by blood. Ronnie and Roxy's mum. Yeah, but yeah. still. I know, it's a bit weird. It's creepy. Glinda, uh, Glinda. Glinda. So yeah, they're on a rocky relationship. They're meant to be getting married, then it's cooled off. Mm. Then they were like, oh no, let's, let's do it actually. We've had our chat about everything she called him a boiled egg which i enjoyed i mean this is it when throughout this whole uh, episode and this is something that's kind of lost today but it's still there really shirley is probably the only one who can talk to phil mm, plainly stand up to him yeah stand up to him and tell him without him getting upset mm. he listens to shirley um and he did it here too and this upset shirley because shirley said you don't want a wife you don't love me you want a friend you want someone to mm. to be a mate and someone to look after ben and jay for you to look after your <laughs> I mean, she doesn't have all the assets that Kathy and Sharon have. She doesn't. Seen. Yeah, so you're quite right. She brings up um, that he obviously loves Sharon and Kathy much more. <laughs> and uh, he says... The that... reason he's not with Kathy is because she's dead. <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> how wrong can you be, Phil? Little does he know. But he also liked the way that she uh, had class and she, she, knew how to carry... she knew how to carry herself. She knew... 
and obviously Sharon's number one asset. To, according to Phil and the world. <laughs> and Bernadette. Yeah. Taylor. Her legs. Her nice legs. <laughs> to quote him exactly. Although Shirley says she had nice legs too. Back to him. So that was interesting. Well, he didn't disagree with that, but nor did he agree. <laughs> no. I mean, Sharon has got great legs. She Let's, does. She does. They're a good set She's of pins. She's had good ones since the, f- the first episode. Since the early episodes when she sat on the bar talking <laughs> to Wixie. With her legs crossed. Yeah. And since then, she's chased gangsters and all kinds of... But, um, yeah, the rest of the episode is then basically thinking, yeah, we will get married after mm. they have sex on the kitchen table. No. Or the pool table, is the, it? Yeah, sex on the pool table. This mysterious pool table <laughs> that was like in the dark, which is... Because the house is still the same house that he lives in now. Mm, but so, weird. Uh, yeah, imagine poorly that. Decorated. It doesn't have Sharon's touch. It's what really is- like... It's very green. And empty. It's green leaves is the wallpaper. <laughs> so quite calming, green. But it's very bright, vibrant green. Yeah, it's horrible. And the kitchen is all metallic mm. and metal. And everything's kind of yeah, Echoes. shiny. and echo. Because there's really... nothing in the house. <laughs> so metal floors and it's scra- the chairs yeah. scrape along the floor. But yeah, this random pool table where the dining room table is now. It's just placed there. Because when we were watching the scene and they walked into the lounge, I was like, but there's a pool table. Yeah. <laughs> but lucky there was a pool table there. Because... Doesn't have Sharon Cathy's class, you see. No. <laughs> that goes to prove it. She's let, she's let Phil decorate the house, you see. <laughs> but um, yeah, so lucky there was a the table there because Shirley and Phil got to do it on the table. Mm. And Heather, Jay, Ben. Billy. Billy and Billy's girlfriend. Who Weird was, girl. Was... Janie or Julie. Or... Oh. Julie, I think it was. Yeah. Julie. They all she look through the window. Well, she wasn't really interesting. No. So they all look through the window and they see them having fun, mm. playing, playing a game of pool, let's yeah. just call so it. So they decide, okay, we will get married. And then Shirley changes her mind last second again. <laughs> and then they just decide to stay in a relationship, but not get married. Because mm. she's Shirley Carter. Yeah, she can't, she doesn't like to be held down. And also she said, this is, this is how relationships should be built. I, I just want to be able to get out if I need to. <laughs> so yeah. there we go. I mean, she, yeah, Julie's theme, not really It seemed really a bit wasted there. It was um, like, a B story in a main episode, and it was not needed, really. I mean, we got to see it feels lovely house, so mm. that made it up for me. I suppose. So the last one of this week is the 18th of April, 2011, and this the is day before where... my birthday. No one cares. So this is where Cat and Alfie Moon are reunited with their son Tommy Moon, concluding the baby swap storyline, which caused so many complaints. Yes, um, but the baby swap storyline had to be shortened. It did. There was there was so much more that was meant to go to this, but the backlash by the public, mm. by the press um, before it even aired. But yeah, before it, they because they knew what was going to what it was happening mm. um, was basically massive, and people were disgraced and said that they shouldn't be making programs like this. This is family. This is meant to be family viewing, and this isn't really a topic that mm. is. I mean, to lose your child and then sensationalise it by doing the mm. fact that you. That's st- what everyone was worried about. But the yeah. producers kept saying, "We're not going to do it like that." Mm. But it was leaked by the press before it was announced by BBC, mm. and it sort of um spinned into a it, bit. Um, I mean, it is a very controversial storyline, but I think it did spin into a bit more than what it was because yeah. people and, worried that they were going to make not portray ronnie's grief correctly yeah i mean it's a really interesting subject if you look it up and find out about information from the baby swap mm. storyline um, i mean it was quite a decent episode ronnie was showing her great acting with she was sort of having a mental breakdown in front of the social worker and well, she was visualizing and when flashbacks of lots of different yeah things. lots of different things and she was acting them out as if they were still happening mm. again and the losing danielle was like the main mm. one and all the things that her father had done to her and told her and yeah yeah, they gave her a bit of a rough ride, didn't they, really, Ronnie? She didn't have the best I mean, <laughs> after, uh, no, after seeing those scenes when she's talking to the psychiatrist and the psychiatrist um, says to her, 
you know, I'm going to tell the police that you're not of right mind when this happened. So you need to be re-interviewed and discussed with that in mind. Ronnie looked up and said, no, I don't want excuses for this. I shouldn't I shouldn't have done it. Mm. And there are no excuses for me having done it. There was a true feeling of remorse for Ronnie. I actually did feel sorry for her at this point. I mean, I, don't, I think you are meant to pity her a little bit because she has had just this harsh and this, this child. She built everything up to this child being mm. the pinnacle of her happiness with Jack. And then it just got tore away from her and she was scrambling desperately to find something to bring it back mm. again. And you did. You kind of you felt for Ronnie again. And I think that was really well written and really well portrayed by uh, Sam Womack, is it? Yeah, mm. Sam Womack, you know, wonderfully portrayed by mm, her. Really good. And Jesse Wallace was really good as well. Jesse Wallace, she, yeah, kudos. Because like, they were being interviewed to see if they were OK to take their son back. But like they'd only just found out their son hadn't died and... I, I thought, all right, social worker, give her like 24 hours <laughs> at least to get over it. But um, but like, oh, wanted... no, I need to interview now. Yeah, I know. I need to do the paperwork now or else you can have your child. I'll so, find uh, an ad- adoption for your yeah, child. Yeah, Kat's mind was sort of all over the place, but she does sort of, again, she talks to Jean. Jean to the rescue once again. <laughs> I mean, Jean, it's always Jean. Know, she's got a lot to answer for. Yeah. She realises, no, I, I do want my son it is my son and mm. um she runs back to the hospital in high heels she does she could she misses a bus she can't afford a taxi so she runs from albert square to the hospital i mean we know that there's a if only charlie didn't leave he could have given her a lift he should have come back just for that he could have closed the door on his head when he <laughs> um and yeah they um they get the baby tommy back and it's like a a happy ending because they were trying to um give cat and alfie a bit of happiness so mm. i think that's also why this julia's theme was used to yeah. sort of appease everyone and go okay that's that that's done yeah to the audience it was almost like a relief it was almost like the whole it was like a sunset behind them yeah the whole production crew of eastenders it was like a huge exhale of relief while the (laughs) julius theme was playing because they finally could put a you know a line underneath this story that a lot Mm. of people didn't want very happy about i mean as as you said cat when she was in the hospital she realized the enormity of what happened and alfie was trying to keep her calm and it was just really well done like the whole scenes in the hospital and the gene scenes at the vic and yeah it was nice that uh they finally got tommy back um and Mm. you know it's finally the end of it Uh, the only person who didn't come out very well from it was jack um, yeah. because Jack had a bit of a breakdown giving the child back, which is understandable. Mm. But then he started ramming the cot into like the into the Vic, into the Vic door. He's so ugh. while the whole market traders were like yeah. watching no, no, him I do don't it. Feel sorry for his Jack on this. I know. But... I mean, I mean even if if you can't feel sorry for Jack in this situation, <laughs> then you, he's he's done for. He yeah. can't be felt sorry for. Exactly. But um, yeah, there you go. They're the four that we're talking about this week. Mm. And we've got a few more good ones next time. There's a very sad one with Jim Branning. Oh, I mean, yes, we we hmm, very That's next upsetting. week, and then we've also got the conclusion of um, Ronnie has the Julius one next week to do with all of this as well. So, so it's something to look forward to yeah. next week. If you have any thoughts about uh, anything we've discussed with Julius themes, um, do tweet us at EastEnders Week. You can find us on Instagram at EastEnders Weekly Podcast or Facebook. You can find our group EastEnders Weekly Podcast or email EastEndersWeekly at gmail dot com. And that was Julius Legacy. I must say, next week's going to be very emotional because Jim Branning leaves. You've mentioned that already in the. Uh... I know, but I've been watching clips of Jim Branning to prepare my. <laughs> I wonder. If... There's one. Re- I'll show you. There's a really sad clip of where um it's not 
during the, the his last episode, but it's when the actors had a stroke in real life. Mm. And um, Carol Jackson is um, helping him shave, and they both like break down. It's really sad because you can mm. tell he's not acting. No, it was really sad what mm. happened to the actor. Um, and uh, so, yeah. yeah, looking but, forward to talking about that next week. Yeah, if they they really they helped support him as well, didn't they? The actor they mm. they, they they kept his role. Yeah, so they he kept him as a full time character, yeah. even though he wasn't on it. Mm. But very yeah, sweet. Be nice to talk about Jim Branning next week. It will be. I like Jim Branning. Yeah. What I don't like is his offspring. Yeah, I know. But he hates them too, so it's fine. Hooray, win-win. <laughs> right, so another surprise of the century. Get ready for this. I like Ruby. <laughs> I liked the story too, so don't I know, be too I'm upset. Because yeah. I hate Ruby. But now, I'm, I'm enjoying Ruby and I'm enjoying her relationship with Jay. There we go. It's a really good pair. We, we said that there was something there. There was a spark and it would work. And we were right to believe in it. Mm. We were right to believe. Yes, I would have preferred this to be the storyline that she came into. Oh, okay. And then had like a little Johnny Allen thing happen like <laughs> in a few months. I, I, but it's fine. It is what it is. But in a way, I like that they've. I suppose they could have done it without the story, you know, the uh, mm. consent story. But I like that that Jay and Ruby have always been there, but no one's ever had the courage to go and kind of officially say, "Do you want to go on a date?" But th- it happened this week. Finally, mm, it did. It was really sweet how it all come about and it also gave us some like quite good comedic bits with billy and shirley which oh, was nice i mean shirley was on fire this week i mean i love i do like shirley is a good serious character mm-hmm. and can do it really well but when she's when she's shirley a bit silly shirley then it, i love shirley she's mm. great fun yeah because um she's been she's slightly turned into a bit of a two-dimensional character in recent years. She's become catchphrase, hasn't she? Yeah, she walks in, says a line, like a big mo. Like, yeah. Says a line and walks off again. Yeah. But um, when she has got good material, she is great. Mm. And um, yeah, Billy is really annoying. Like, doesn't think Jay should date Ruby because of everything that's going on. But Billy, Billy's but he worried. he's interfering with his love life because he stopped mm. that. Remember that flatmate he had for like two days before? Yeah, the, uh, the girl um, who was, who was uh, like a prostitute. Uh, and he yeah. like interfered with that relationship and broke them up. And now he's doing it again with Ruby. It's like, what's Billy's problem? Um, it could be that Billy's upset that he might be alone. Because once, be once alone. Jay's gone, yeah, that's it. That's the end of anyone mm. close to him it's being. Like, that's like Billy. But I, you can kind of understand Billy's concerns. They're, no, I they're, can't. Well, no, they're silly, but you can kind of see with if you put your head, put yourself in Billy's head. No, thank you. <laughs> you can kind of see I'm what good. Billy. No, I know it's not the the nicest feeling in the world. But if you if you if you look at it from Billy's perspective, this is Billy, and Billy has always been he's he's quite quick to judge people. He likes to be like one of these lads mm. who kind of like is open to you know ideas, but really deep inside, he's still got the mentality of a nineteen fifties working man's club. Mm. Um, and he yeah, he's worried for Jay that he's going to get himself into trouble because Jay has don't forget got himself in trouble once already. This is Star. Yes, when he was having a. Uh, relationship mm. with an underage Because we got that sort of... Because that bit of the relationship... We don't know if Ruby knows this about Jay, that he's on sex offenders register. I thought he'd already said. Not I thought sure. he had told her. And she she but, was... No, because I haven't heard of seeing her reaction to that. Actually, no, because I thought... I think she asked for what it was for. I'm sure she did. I'm oh, sure really? Jay... I'm sure Jay said it to her. And she said, oh, for what? Thinking, oh, was it something mm. similar and he said oh no i got in a relationship and i didn't oh, know when they did those few things mm. a few weeks ago oh. i think don't don't hold me to that if anyone can rem- will let us know i was gonna me. say if anyone can remember better send us a tweet at eastenders week we would really appreciate it just to fill in the gaps for us but um there's that sort of underlying thing with this relationship which is good but i mean she's 
Ruby's trying her hardest to be the old Ruby again. Yeah, but she can't because every time she puts on her old clothes, she can. She feels herself. That's, you know, that's the kind of person she doesn't want to be anymore. Mm. She doesn't want to be this. Yeah, well, Stacey girl. has an answer for that because she says, "Let's go get some clothes on the market." <laughs> I mean, when she said that, I thought mm, Ruby's not going to accept this. That's Ruby style, Ben. And like five seconds later, Ruby was like, "The market." <laughs> it's like no, she has like a different outfit every scene, Ruby. She's got bigger wardrobe than Jack Branning. She's worn those jeans with the stripe down the side twice. Yes, I've noticed yeah, that. Sharon wears the same thing every day. Well, she no, she, she wears different things with the same top. colour. Yeah, it's black, black on black. Yeah, black. Ruby has different outfit every scene. She has changed her top. Well, don't forget, she's a huge deal in the promotions business. She organises parties. We haven't seen any of that yet. Or she just sit in her flat. She had one at E20. That that's her big deal this this uh, this year, and 2019 is going to be Ruby Slippers Promotions big <laughs> year. She's going to really push her social media this time. She's going to go into funerals with Jay. Maybe Posh, like she have um, specially made caskets. <laughs> she could get you those could have leopard print. You could have pink. She you could have your face printed on it. Confetti cannons when you go <laughs> into... from the. <laughs> Coming out the coffin. Um, what that would be really funny is if the coffin kind of opens and one of those inflatable people with the flumbling arms come out. And it's like, whoa! <laughs> That'd be good. There you go. That's a business. What would it be called? Ruby's Funeral Slipper Supplies Promotion. Well, she might work with um, Les and Pam. The Cokers. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. She does decide to go on a date with Jay after like a bit of to and throwing. She does. They go to Wolford East. Mm. The place and you go for your We were mentioning Billy wants to interrupt it. So he... Tries everyone for a date, but everyone says no. And then his last choice, Shirley. Yeah, last choice, Shirley. We did learn something, though, when he was looking for a date. We found out that Tracy has a dog. I know. Bit of information. I love it when they give storylines about mm, her that don't have More information about Tracy. Do you remember that time when uh, when they fired her from... Um, the Vic. When Woody Wood, 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 Wood fired her. Um, <laughs> and they said, oh, you can't fire Tracy. Her husband died. She had an affair. She had cancer. It's like yeah. they listed all these things that like no one knew about her. It's like, oh my God. This whole background. Yeah. I mean, Tracy's been in it since Loads the day dot. Yeah. yeah. So there's lots of things. I mean, all, if all these things have happened to characters like Sharon and Ian over this time, then Tracy must have yeah, had just as much. all sorts going on. Yeah. I'd love to see it. We just don't see it. They should do a spin-off on Tracy. Yeah, one episode. Mm. Like where she finishes her shift at the Vic and they, it follows her home. and On the bus. Shows you an episode yeah. of her at home and stuff. I'd like that. It could be a bit... Oh, I, going back to our old friend Bandersnatch, they could do a, a Tracy episode like Bandersnatch. <laughs> Choose your own adventure for Tracy. And she goes home, it's a grotty flat, and yeah. she's looking after a terminally ill mum, and she's struggling <laughs> with debts, and she has a nighttime job as well. Yeah. And she's stressed. Her dog is having noise complaints. <laughs> the dog's also elderly and rubbing his, uh, his anal gland along the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> So I like it when we get bits of tidbits about Tracy, but she didn't want to go on a date with Billy. No, well, it was the equivalent of I'm washing my hair, wasn't it? Mm. I need to get home for my dog. <laughs> so who, well, Shirley, Shirley. Yeah, says, last chance. As long as she gets a first, she gets two two courses um, and she wants a starter and a dessert. So she wants three courses. She wants a starter and a dessert and a main. And when she gets to the restaurant, once, once Billy interrupts the meal with Ruby and Jay, she then then says she wants to go large. I'm going large, <laughs> and she's burping and eating, clearing up everyone else's plate. It does spoil the date for poor Jane Ruby. It does really. So um, but he does go home with her for like a, a coffee, a nightcap, and um, there's some flirting and things. But um, she, she thinks her flat's been broken into. Yeah, well, she yeah. Because yeah. there's one vase. There's on the one floor. vase on the floor. Nothing missing. Broken. Nothing moved. 
just that vase and she's convinced it is ross ross who has come and mm. uh, terrorized her flat was i the only one that thought like that she was broken into and i thought oh is this because i remember kate oates going we're not forgetting that her past is with johnny allen and gangsters and i thought oh is this like a we know where you are ruby test from like an enemy of johnny allen's oh maybe that's what i thought when i first saw it i was like oh it's like it's not ross because that's like a red herring it's like someone warning her like we know where you are miss allen well, so they're giving her i mean they're giving her stories all over the place if that was the case well we found out that wasn't the case because she just left it, wasn't. The window it was just a, it it was a breeze yeah the, the culprit was the breeze was from outside there, i thought oh having this back yeah no i to be honest with you i i knew it wouldn't be ross i didn't really think no. about her gangster roots that's what i thought i thought it was something no. exciting for her but no i mean they've, they've kind of moved it just blew off the table I mean, that's all it was just when well, she left a window open because didn't she cook something and burn the flat <laughs> probably something like that because we knew we find out about her culinary skills later because never then... cooked anything in her life she's only ever cooked from the microwave apparently well that's cooking that's a that's a warming no. things up not honey disagrees well honey gives her a recipe of toad in the hole I mean, and, and I was not very pleased about a this. A recipe for Toad in the Hole, really? Yeah, it was quite what? tough. You have to make a batter. Oh, you just buy that. Yeah, she might have made her own sausages. She might have made her own sausage <laughs> meat, got the skin, put it through one of those machines. I doubt it. You never know. You know, this is Ruby. Ruby doesn't... If Ruby's, Ruby's got more money than sense, so she probably went out to John Lewis and went like, right, I need a sausage maker. <laughs> and, and a farm. <laughs> two pigs and uh is there anyone who can slaughter them for me <laughs> so yeah this is ruby ruby would go the full no pun intended hog in order to get this meal looking good but mm. she unfortunately didn't do very well because she's doing it like to apologize to jay because she sort of snaps at him sort she of thing. does but and also but also she jay stands up for her and he kind of helps and she feels like she's not being very receptive mm. to him so she's yeah kind of yeah, they have a little date night they watch a scary film Mm. Meanwhile, uh, Shirley is uh, trying to flirt with Billy, telling her about her dungeon underneath the old the Vic. I know. Because uh, there's, you know... Sh- they Ru- should call that Den's dungeon. No, Shirley's dungeon. <laughs> it, uh, Den's got nothing to do with it. This is all Shirley. It's where Den's ghost lies, though. It is. Den probably watches and uh, <laughs> enjoys it. Like yeah, she's having a little game with um, Billy, having a bit of fun with him. Yeah. But but is this... there something real between those? I two? was going to say, is this going to lead? Because this always happens. Like they're first of all, it's a bit of a joke, and then slowly they realise a relationship could blossom. I mean, last week you said that Shirley and Billy were going to potentially be mm. a relationship. I'm not sure how I feel about Shirley and relationships. I don't like that side of her stories. No, I'd rather she does. It doesn't more... interest me. Cause... Yeah, she likes more the gritty kind of hard stories. Mm. Like when Mick was in prison, that was quite gritty. Yeah. And her I son... prefer her as a lone wolf sort of person mm. so yeah, i'm not too fussed if they do look into that no. i am thinking now maybe the big mo sharing a flat could be with shirley though oh yeah that would make good sense yeah so she can they have just have like more... loads of one-liners like every <laughs> for five minutes <laughs> yeah it's just it's just every scene is two one-liners and then cuts <laughs> to the next scene um anyway back to ruby and jay's yes the date's going well yeah. the food wasn't great the food wasn't great but the movie was fun they're watching a horror film they both got scared at the same time yeah when ruby's phone went off <laughs> I mean, again, surely Ruby's used to getting notifications every five minutes because she has a promotions business. Mm. But it was very sweet and he sort of coyly wants to kiss her but doesn't want to mm. say it. But she says, you can say it. And yeah. um, yeah, one thing leads to another. That's it. And the, she gives the quote, the green light. And yeah, so they're now, now they're a couple officially. But I'm sure next week <laughs> Ruby will shyly quickly run away from Jay throughout the, throughout the beginning of the week because mm. she's embarrassed. Yeah. She's, she shouldn't have done that. 
and she wishes she hadn't. And yeah. or Martin will find out and he'll say something inappropriate to Stacey. Mm. I mean, Jay did. And they'll have an argument. Jay confronted Martin, didn't he, about the uh, whole Ross perhaps breaking in until Stacey had mentioned that it wasn't Ross; it was the wind. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they keep arguing, Stacey and Martin. So I'm a bit worried for them. Yeah, doesn't look stable. No, it does not. Let's go to something that's much more stable: the past. <laughs> and something you can't change, and that is a bit of classic EastEnders. There's a magical mystery tour of the human digestive system in Body Matters in half an hour on BBC One after this evening's episode of EastEnders. Yeah, exciting times in 1987. Well, I'm not sure if they are really. I feel like I'm watching it in 1987, and I'm one of the audience members that are getting a bit of a. <sighs> Oh dear. It I is know, the, the summer. First time. It is the summer. So this is obviously when they realise that we don't really want to throw out our best stories mm. now. We want I to think the trouble is that um, Den and Angie and Ethel and Dot and the Fowl is a bit of a backseat. There's like new characters being introduced, but none of them, because we've seen it in the future, none of these are like iconic characters or popular mm. characters. So it's a bit like, I don't really want to invest time in Magda <laughs> or people like that or punk mary's gang and stuff because i just know that they're nothing <laughs> i mean they're not the best act you know they're not the best of characters i mean punk mary's um boyfriend who name escapes me um i thought he was all right i quite liked <laughs> you him. don't know his name yeah i can't remember his name he's I mean, thrilling <laughs> yeah i mean punk's Ma- punk mary's gang and we're calling it her gang because like she's hanging around <laughs> with these punks one of them they've had quite a few stories so at the beginning of the week um one of them was passed out on alcohol and drug abuse I was just laying on the road, being picked up by the ambulance. Um, mm. Then another one with the blue streak in her hair. She's going around stealing money from everyone. Green streak. Oh, sorry, the green streak. Come on. <laughs> I must remember the colour. Oh, yeah, she's like stealing stuff. And like Ian's girlfriend's working at the... Um, first till last. First till last for Neymar. And like she asks for some cigarettes. So she turns around and picks them up. She, like, takes, she empties the till, basically. Well, she opened the till before she had picked up the last item, which is a bit of a strange thing to do. So the till was get wide open. And then Ian's girlfriend uh, didn't realise that the money had gone missing no, until the end like of the day. Empty. It was like, yeah, she took all the money out of the till. Was that like the only customer she had all day? Know, really <laughs> like, it's the least profitable shop in Warford. And she stole money from the Vic. Because Den's missing. did. And Rowley did try to warn them. I know. He barked and Pat told him to shut up. <laughs> and then later Pat was like, oh, Rowley was barking. Oh, I should have known. And it's like, yeah, you should have, Pat. You horrible, horrible woman. Don't ever tell Rowley to yeah, shut up. I mean, Rowley's so cool. I mean, they do shots now where you see Rowley's reaction to things. Yeah, he reacts to stuff like Sharon. That's where Sharon <laughs> learned her craft. Perhaps. Um, Sharon, yeah, Den's missing, though. Den's missing. Um, he's basically made a deal with the firm that he is going to pay. They're going to pay off his bills if he does some drug smuggling. Mm. Um, so he's gone to do that really um and everyone's wondering where den's gone because he's just gone he yeah. didn't without any notice his passport's gone he, i'm magda and i'm not bothered yeah magda's not bothered why would magda be bothered <laughs> um we do know that den had a chance to call um on michelle's birthday and hid quite well because no one saw it for like what two weeks mm. uh, a bottle of champagne in the corner of the uh, hallway um for michelle on her birthday so that was quite nice. I did think afterwards, though, that perhaps he spoke to one of the firm and asked them to quickly sneak in to put the bottle of champagne in there and then leave again. Another favour. Yeah. Well, yeah, cost you have to pay for that. You have yeah. to go to the Isle of Wight and drug, smug, smuggle drugs. Um, but yeah, I mean, Pat's looking after the Vic, sort of showing that maybe she could run it one day, I think. Mm. This is like the first signs that maybe she could 
run this place. If she fell in love with maybe a smoky voiced glassed <laughs> oh, he's in it in a few individual. months. I oh, know I can't wait. Oh, Frank Only Butcher. Only for like a guest one and then he comes full time later. But, yeah, um... but that's what Pat did. And it was like we whetted your appetite ready mm. for more. I know. That's what you were waiting for. Someone like Frank to turn up. Because mm. it is getting a bit like uh, Magda. Even her name, Magda. Well, she's also super horrible because she took... She hasn't taken... I shouldn't, That's a bit unfair. But she did play Sharon a little bit because Sharon and Wixie can't make their minds up whether they want to be in love. Mm. And, then, and she gave advice to both of them and then ended up sleeping with Simon. Yeah, we gave, no, gave Sharon advice to basically say, oh, I wouldn't bother with Simon. Obviously, Simon wants other things. He's a bit of a player. And then as soon as they break up, mm. they're kissing, they're doing all sorts upstairs. So Magna, Magna's thinking about number one. That's what Magna does. <laughs> I hate Mags. I, I used to like Mags, but this week's really turned... Don't ever, ever betray Sharon. <laughs> as soon as you upset yeah, Sharon... Simon Wicks is all right. You like him Sharon, too. So... No, Simon, but it wasn't Simon's fault. He's no, a bit... He's like No, he's like clay. He can be manipulated and moulded. And that's what Mags does. Mags likes to manipulate <laughs> and mould. Mags. I hate, hate that name. Yeah, but I'm doing it in the first person. Just how like she Mags. likes to talk. Mags does. <laughs> Mags likes to manipulate Simon, and that's what she did. And and now they're going to these dinners together. It's like, oh, I, 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 you'd like to see me work? Would you like to see me in action? So I was like, yeah, all right then. Yeah, it sounds fun. So Simon's being played by Mags. Mm, I'd like to note as well that I know this has only been like three weeks in our world, but in real time, it's been about four to five months. Mm. Pete Bill's still wearing the hat. <laughs> Well, he had his dream. He had a country and western night at the Vic. <laughs> no, we didn't see it, though. We did, because he kept saying that they, everyone was making fun yeah, of him. Yeah, but not properly. I wanted to see him do... No, there was no stuff. dancing, was there? There was no country <laughs> dancing. Um, Ian did dress up as a horse and he pretend made to fun of him defecate. Again. Did yeah. he not learn last time from the drag night? Well, he was stood there, when he? he? was going... <laughs> and, Ian, and Pete was just like, mm, scowling He's at shaking him. shaking his head. But Pete needs to... Pete, despite his uh, troubles with country and western, he's also having troubles with the fruit and vegetable, and he needs to make money. And he's desperately trying to think of ways to do it. And uh, well, that's it. Ian's come up with the idea. Fish stall. <laughs> Let's sell fish. That's what Buster and Lee used to do. They did. And they must have been quite successful at it. Mm. Um, they, well, they they have that shellfish stall now on the market, don't they? Mm. Um, but yeah, so at the time, that was his grand plan. But obviously, I presume it doesn't go forward because um, there's st- that fruit and veg stall has sat on that spot yes. ever since Thank episode God. one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, bit of a slow classic time i feel mm, I mean, not its peak that's mm, for sure absolutely well, i mean september and october time is now coming and this is when they start you know pushing the mm. stories again if it's anything like they do now carmel's back i guess so that's quite cool yeah, and her family being introduced because yeah. calvin's going to leave soon so they have to replace the fat the carpenters basically oh is that why he's moving into the tony's i think so flat, yeah. i see yeah and there's a five-a-side football yeah we got football. to see the, we got to see the hot doctor though Oh, yeah, he was running around. Yeah. He was the only one doing it properly. Yeah, well, and then he got bored of it and then drove off and said, I'll, I'll come back for the football match later. <laughs> yeah, um, and they all lost and they just have pints instead of training. It's tr- yeah, stuff, instead so. of orange squash. Although Arthur did look really conspicuous when he was drinking his orange squash while everyone <laughs> around him was drinking uh, their yeah, pints a bit. Poor Arthur. Yeah. He's always there for the community, our old Arthur. We love Arthur. He loved this place. He t- certainly did. So much so, the bench was... Uh, but they're after him. Mm. So, yeah, so there we go. That was our classic EastEnders roundup. Is there anything you guys enjoyed? For EastEnders and just no. for Prosper. <laughs> was there anything any of you guys enjoyed from EastEnders? Um, Pete's hat. Pete's hat. That's, I enjoyed That's the one thing hat. I took away from this week. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and uh, if you did, let us know on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just look EastEnders Weekly Podcast. And that was our roundup of EastEnders Classic this week. For now, this is Malcolm Einan wishing you a very good night on behalf of everybody here at the Television Centre. <laughs>
Right, so now we're on to a difficult storyline to talk about. For me, it's the mixed storyline. Why is it difficult? Well, I've reread my notes about three times. Right. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> I have zero commitment to this storyline. Would you like me to help I have you? No along? interest in it. Take my hand and I'll guide <laughs> you. I'll guide you through this story. All I know is that Mick and Mitch are just friends again. Like they've always been friends. Yeah, but like this week, like that's all I've taken out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a friendship that's beginning to blossom more and more because they've got that connection with the football. So shall I tell you what happened? Yeah, Give me a bit of an it. idea. So Mick. <laughs> Mick has enrolled on a football training scheme. Right, yes. Because that stupid woman from last week. Yes. Yeah. Who 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 kind of coaxed Wasn't him into doing it, stalked him. No, I think that's... I'm hoping that's the end of that. I told you. See? Mm. There you were saying there's going to be affairs. No, I didn't. I said that they, <laughs> they've been saying on social media... But you said she might be a bigger character. I said, no, she'll just disappear. And now she's disappeared. I'm a sheep. If someone says something on social <laughs> media, I believe it. So he's enrolled on this course. And it's also coincides that since he's enrolled on this course, it's Denise's... 50th birthday party but all the pumps have gone out at the pub and so and no one can come out to fix it for at least two days <laughs> why so, can't linda or halfway fix it why does mick have to fix halfway's it? in a dilemma at the moment because he's lost his hat well this was a big point for me he didn't have his hat on during like the staff meeting mm. and i was like oh my god and he had his hair done looked good nice was everything. it done I you always say done it was but done I, it's flat and just looks like some gel no. has been put through it well anyway well, that's done well, and yeah, then but... the next scene, when the pub was open, he then had his hat on again. Yeah, because that's his uniform. What? His woolly hat's his uniform? Yeah. It's that really hat's... upset me, because I thought they'd finally taken his hat off, and they were putting his character into a new direction. <laughs> but this... And then the next scene, he had his hat on again. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Maybe he was preparing food. Perhaps he had a hairnet in. No, it was a woolly put... hat. <laughs> you can't put... Yeah, but you can't put a hairnet over a woolly hat <laughs> and your head. So that might well, be the reason why. Me. I was so hopeful when I saw he didn't have his hat on. Well, at I least thought, he got one scene. I thought he'd matured and he'd grown as a character, but no. If um, Whitney and Halfway to have a child, <laughs> do you think they Don't would... Don't say he would, they will the baby have a hat. <laughs> the baby would have a little woolly hat. That'd be so cute. We'll find out next year, won't we? Because oh, they're trying take for a baby. Year, nine months. It yeah, could be trying the and then nine months. But how, yeah, but how... yeah, we're in February already. Yeah, Yes, yeah, so there's still time. They could have it in a... It could be... Oh, not another Christmas. Premature. No. It, it, you say not another Christmas. There has to be another Christmas. That's all they have. Christmas babies. babies popping out at Christmas. They could do in the, or being born. EastEnders has pretty much become a nativity play every Christmas, hasn't it? There's no trouble. There's like 10 death anniversaries on, over Christmas and New Year's now. It's too many. Yeah, I know. It all happens, doesn't it? And it doesn't really make much sense. They have should... to remember everyone. Mm. Have to remember Abby, Ronnie, Roxy, Peggy, Pauline. Peggy didn't die at Christmas. No, I said Peggy by accident. Pauline. <laughs> Pat was near there. Almost. Of. They didn't quite give it so, to um, They should do a memoriam at the end of every Christmas episode everyone. of all the characters that have died. Um, like they do on the Oscars. Anyway, you were meant to be telling me about this great mix storyline and you've already gone off. I know. <laughs> that goes to show. I know that Bailey's doing things. I'm not quite sure what's up with Bailey. I don't know if there's a bit more to her. I like Is Bailey. she really his dad? Yeah. Um, she's got Mick, his smarts, Mick. hasn't she? She's kind of, she knows, not manipulate, but she knows. She's, she's got Mitch's smarts, but she does it for good rather than, than mm. for, for bad. But who's the mum? And why is she being introduced? It's not important. Doesn't need to know. They did mention the mum, though. So are they going to bring her in? Is it not his daughter and it's really Chantelle's daughter, but it's a secret, so Karen doesn't know? We know that Chantelle Taylor's been introduced. Is there going to be some weird thing? No. There must be something more to it. Why is she here? 
Well, at the moment, she's just a bit of a bit part, isn't she? She mm. kind of does kind things, and she can see things that other people can't, because she's got magic skills, you see. <laughs> so she can see the world from a different perspective. Mm. So, what happened with her mixed back? I know that he hurt his back sometimes. Well, he hurt his back legitimately while they were drinking too much, and he pulled it. Oh, they were just messing around. Yeah. But then he, lad he, stuff, he pretended know. to keep having a bad back, but then so he, he didn't have to do the football training yeah. that the past three weeks mm. he's wanted to do. Mm. And then Bailey, Bailey saw that Mick was kicking a piece of paper. Orange. Was it orange? Yeah, oh, one kicking. pound for one. Oh, yeah. From Martin. No wonder Martin can afford to keep the Slater house going with all those Slaters. Yeah. He's charging a pound an orange. <laughs> I mean, that's quite the captive market, isn't it? It's probably more expensive than a service station or an airport. Mm. I mean, that, yeah. Man. Maybe it was a pound for Mick because he didn't trust Mick. <laughs> to my friends a pound <laughs> to everyone else 50p <laughs> <laughs> to the guy just out of prison don't trust you yeah you might steal it um so yeah bailey obviously saw that bailey did something about a rat in the community center i have a note of which i have no recollection of. i don't remember that at all something about community center phoned and said it's been reported oh yes bailey so mitch <laughs> had forgotten to pick up bailey from school or something like that bailey oh, she does go to school Wow. It was something along those lines. Yeah, she was wearing a uniform. Oh, yeah. Bailey was fine. She was really sympathetic. This is what I mean. She's got a kind side. She was sympathetic because Mitch explained that the reason he he forgot and he, he admitted he forgot was because he was trying to sort out Mick and get Mick to go to this training session. She then got the information, picked up his phone, phoned the community centre, lied that there has been a rat infection in there so that the training course got moved to the next day. <laughs> Even though you're talking about the storyline, <laughs> I just not listened again. <laughs> I, there's something wrong with me about the storyline. I just don't care. Well, anyone, if, if you guys are listening out there, I hope you're enjoying it. This is summing up of the baby. I just out there. I was like, <laughs> what are you going about? Suffice to say, Mick gives, gets found out that she, he's, his back isn't, you, you know, know, he's lying. And he goes to a thing and he, he can do it. Yeah, is because that he, moral? Yeah, but he, he says he's scared of going because he doesn't want to be shown up in front of all these p- intelligent people. He's never been that smart. Because of that woman, you see. Yeah, and he's never been that smart at school. He's never been the smartest cookie. But he goes and he sees that everyone's in the same boat and he enjoyed it. And now he's happy that he's uh, listened to Mitch and Bailey and Linda for the advice. Mm. It reminds me of Mick Carter storylines of old, of learning what? to swim. Swim, I was about to say that. And having to wear glasses but doesn't want to wear glasses oh i remember, remember that. that that was dumb. reminds me of those type of things for mm. mick so um let's talk about denise's birthday then because it was her birthday in the vic yes her 50th as yeah. we mentioned a couple and we of had times. a guest appearance from kim because she's in holiday in like scotland apparently yeah no see you and i had a bit of a not a barney but we, we were like well didn't kim go with That's what denise I Phil bought them all the ticket to go on holiday. But I'm sure it was abroad. So yeah. did Kim then go to Scotland, maybe to visit Who she family visiting? Well, but also she was moaning that she couldn't afford to go on holiday. So that's why Phil bought her a holiday. <laughs> and then as soon as she's had her holiday, has a holiday. Maybe Phil had a little word in her ear and said, Kim, there's this hotel, this address. <laughs> you, Vincent's there. You've got a week with Vincent. And it's all secret. Well, off screen, this all happened without anyone else knowing. <laughs> yeah, and then when Kim comes back, she'll have Vincent with her. But the good thing is here, Ben, is that you're admitting that Vincent's still alive, even though you're adamant that he's not. No, I am sure he's dead. But No, nope. he of... is alive. Yeah. But I think he sh- originally was dead. But We came back to life. What? Like Zombie Ray. <laughs> no, like Kathy. No, like true. Dirty Den. Oh, so you mean... Like the... Frank. You mean... The... Like Nick. You mean the you mean the writers? That's a lot of people. You mean the writers had initially had the intention of yes. him being dead, but in about a year's time, yeah. they'll think, "Oh, we, we might bring and him Richard back." Richard Blackwood kind of wants to come back now. His Dancing on Ice didn't go very well. He's free. Yeah, well, it's a bit of a 
two-bit show, isn't it, really? Dancing on Ice. <laughs> Sorry to any fans of Dancing on Ice. But... Boring. Oh, all right, GC. Boring. <laughs> Next. All right, Bennett, BA. Boring. <laughs> don't, don't tell stories about me. Don't tell stories about me. That's slander. <laughs> um, but uh, it was nice having Denise's birthday and the message from Kim. It was it was like something that they didn't have to do, but they bothered to do it and the mm. Vic was really busy. And that's something we've noticed this week. It's like change in the way production has done. Like well, Everyone's stories is mixing all yeah, up. Yeah, they're walking past each other. Yeah. Like there was a bit in... um during the birthday where Sharon said something and she walked off behind and then it you heard a little bit of what Denise said and then it cut to someone else. Mm. But it wasn't integral to a story. It was just chatter, which was quite... Those little things is what we've missed. Realism. So nice. We missed realism. A mm. little bit of a little bit of real kind of... Yeah, and all the life. places felt alive. Like Wolf East had loads of extras in the background mm. and the Vic was really busy and the, the market was busy. The Vic was, was probably busy. full. Although it was only for one episode because after they did the full... Like the episode with Denise's birthday and the pub mm. had... But then I suppose you could argue pubs do filter out and it got a bit quieter yeah. after that. But I have noticed it's been much better. Mm. I mean, I did enjoy Honey and Sonia bouncing I know. behind <laughs> the bar to the music. They were just bobbing together, weren't mm. they? It was so funny. And it made me realise that perhaps there's more to Sonia and Honey than we give it maybe the writers know because I think Sonia and Honey would make a good friendship because mm, they keep being snobby together every now and then yeah, don't they they are they remind Judgy. me they remind me a little bit of a, a younger but not much um <laughs> Pauline or, or Dot and Ethel like they, they kind of they, mm. they sum up the story between yeah, them and judge, um, and judge everyone around it. them. But one of them's a bit more moralistic than the other, but it depends on what the situation is. I think Honey's the more Dot-type character, mm. and Sonia's more the kind of Ethel Pauline-type character of of, of yore yeah. in the 80s. And uh, But I'd like that. I mean, that does depend on whether they stay in the show till they're 60 or 70. But, uh, Natalie Cassidy whether... will. I don't know. She's been in and out of the show plenty of times. Yeah, she'll be back. Quick shout out for Natalie Cassidy. I mean, she's looking great. I know. I think we said this last week, but yeah, she is looking She does. fantastic. Now the papers have stopped papping her. She's yeah. Right. As soon as you stop getting papped, you're all she's right. She's on it. She's all yeah. right. And she hasn't got a workout tape to promote either. It's just what she's done. <laughs> she she's just doing that now. Doing it quietly. She is. Quite the background. So going back to Kim's message quickly, she gave a message to... Denise, which uh, helped Denise put things back into perspective because Denise was still feeling like she had no direction um, and didn't know where she was going, felt like she'd wasted her 50 years on this planet. Um, and as soon as Kim gave her this speech, this riled up speech and all the whole pub joined in and cheered. Sharon wasn't very happy that uh, Kim had said that 50 was old. Um, Sharon kind of gave a, a vicious look it's over 50, the screen. Yeah, 50 of soon, like next week. It's next or, week, yeah. Well, I hope they mention it. I'm sure they will. She'll, they of course, Sharon won't pass up a party, will she? Of course she won't. Um, and uh, yeah, Denise basically says to Patrick, you know what? I'm ready to start again. This is a new chapter. This is my new life. 50 is the new 20. And off she goes. And so Bit she's dramatic. ready to go. I think that bad has happened to her this year. This year? She should have said it last year. But don't, let's never forget the past over Yeah, that's when she should have said, this is my new chapter. Well, After four, that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but nice round number 50, isn't it? So we can see where it goes. And Kush also doesn't seem to give a monkeys about Denise anymore either. He's not there, is he? Yeah, the just party. doesn't care. And made a comment that Keanu was dating someone younger than him. <laughs> I mean, really, Kush? Let's yeah, really think odd. about this before you start. Naughty Kush. We anyway, won't yeah. have any of that. Absolutely. Not for my Kushy. He needs Carmel to set him straight. Yeah, bring her back. <laughs> right, so we're just going to pop off to play a game. And then we've got the return of Melon Hunter to look forward to.
Okay, are you ready to lose? <laughs> don't don't be so cocky, mister. No. I've won these last few with your games, sir. sir. It was very nearly a new game. All right. So maybe in two weeks there'll be a new game. Well, there certainly will be a new game next week. Ooh. Hold on to your seats. Yes. <laughs> right, so we are playing Slater Family Values. Oh, good, an oldie. Yeah, so this is the game where we all know everyone is related somehow on the square, <laughs> in one way or another. Um, so this is a game where you have to link two characters that I tell you in six steps, mm-hmm. like six degrees of separation. Everyone's linked somehow. So are you ready for this one? I say this every time, but this is tricky. Okay, how many? How much time? Because this changes every week. As one well. minute. You always have one minute. It's, it's and then fluctuated. Into no, it hasn't. <laughs> anyway, so you have one minute because it's difficult. So I want you to link because she's back this week. Sharon Mitchell. Oh, the, her legs. Mm. <whistles> Those extensions. <laughs> right, and I want you to link Sharon Mitchell to Jean Slater. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So in three, two. One, go. Right, so Sharon uh, made Mel the manageress of E20. Mm-hmm. Mel hired Cat Slater and her cleaning crew Right. for E20 to do some cleaning. Cat mm-hmm. Slater is the mother of Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie are one unit. They're twins. Yeah. Bert and Ernie... Get this right. Bert and Ernie has a father. His name is Alfie Moon. Right, you've got 15 seconds, so I'd hurry up if I... So this is the last step, isn't it? So Alfie Moon is related to Jean. How? Because Jean (laughs) kept a secret... I want the exact relation, Jean kept a secret with Alfie Moon and Hayley. Five. In Four, order to keep Kat happy, two, but it got released on Christmas Day one. to her dismay. That didn't answer what linkage they were. She had a secret. She kept a secret for Alfie Moon. How is? How would you relate Alfie and Jean? It's a secret. It's Kat's <laughs> cousin's mum. So Alfie is a husband to Kat. So it's his like. God, you're thinking this one. Like his step aunt twice removed. <laughs> I can't think that. Thing. I think my secret one's good enough. It, 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 you do. I mean, we've had this discussion that before. That is true. Yes. Is it by you blood can... or is it by you know job? Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I found this hard. So do you want to hear my steps? Yeah. Go which on. Are very different to yours. I've got Sharon Mitchell's married to Phil. Okay. That's easy. Phil's mum was Peggy. Mm. Peggy ran the Vic with Frank. Right. Frank Butcher was married to Pat. <laughs> Pat lived in Thirty One Albert Square. Thirty One Albert Square is the new Slater house that Jean now lives in. Oh, I like that one better. I've never thought of using buildings as part of the links. Well, I thought the Slater house is quite... Ah. I mean, what we could have, you could have done there is Peggy had a manager hired, who was Alfie Moon. Alfie mm. Moon married Cat Slater. Cat yeah. Slater is related... Was it she cousin? Well, cousin to Stace. Cousin to Stace. So her aunt. Is her aunt then? Yeah, yeah. it's her aunt. Yeah. So Jean is Cat's aunt. Yeah, and Alfie's <laughs> aunt-in-law. Well, be the aunt-in-law, yeah. Twice anyway, me. that was Slater Family Values. I don't think you won that, so I'm not going to give you a point, I'm afraid, this well, week. I'd like everyone to write in and tell me if I won Slater Family Values this week. No. I'm sure I'll have a posse <laughs> supporting me. No, you won't. Yeah, we will. I've, no. got the, I've got the Pete Bill posse on my side. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, there you go. That was Slater Family Values. Right, so we have the... F- Big return of Melon Hunter. <laughs> Finally, after their month away from the square. I mean... Very casual. 
over this murder. Very casual. Quick plug, if I may, that uh, if you haven't listened to it already, uh, you can listen to our interview with Sean Marn, where we talk to Ray from EastEnders. Just have a look on your podcatcher for the EastEnders Extra episode, Sean Marn interview. And uh, we talk about the Melon Hunter storyline in detail with him there. Yes. And his time on Red Rock. Yes. Which was very enjoyable. I feel one of his favourite projects. Not That's e- what I got from the interview. Not EastEnders. Well, you have to listen to the interview and see what he says. There you go. Plug. <laughs> so, yeah, Mel and Hunter are back. The Christmas decorations are still up because that's the last time we saw them. Good continuity. Very casual. I mean, her son has just murdered someone. Mm. But they're being quite, like, chill about it, really. I mean, I don't think Mel... I think Mel is hiding it very well, to be <laughs> honest with you. She... You can tell she's very highly strung. Her, She always looks a bit... Mm. on edge every time someone talks to her i noticed her red car was in the drive again so she's got that back somehow when how the heck did she get that back did she get a valet to do it for her (laughs) that's ridiculous Uh, yeah a trip away could you um pick up my car it's next to the mound the (laughs) rotting body yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just yeah (laughs) all the tires have been slashed and there's a knife in the tire yeah thanks yeah if you see blood on it just give it quickly it'll be fine (laughs) don't worry but um so yeah very chill hunter is not well he's been unlocked his inner potential. Yeah. His seems... well, his psychopath. His eighty mm. was eighty percent. I think it was up there. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty percent psychopath is now beginning to be shown. Mm. And he's like this gun that he carries around with him, and he's just pointing at things all the time, and thinks he's like Mr. Hardman all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's got this kind of new cockiness that he's walking around the square with. Uh, Highly this... unlikable. Highly unlikable. This ego, which has just gone from zero to a hundred in like one mm. trip away since shooting. And his... he thinks like every answer is, oh, I'll just shoot you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> everything. Every every solution is, oh, I'll just shoot him. No, so if someone doesn't do anything he likes, his instant mm. reaction, his knee-jerk I mean, reaction is to shoot someone. Yeah, I mean, good thing is, we know Jack's sniffing around Hunter. Mm. Sadly, the gun's been taken away from him now, but he could have got rid of Jack. I mean, that would have been the dream. acted quicker. That would have been the dream ending, <laughs> let's be honest. But um, sadly not. I mean, Jack's been following Hunter around while Hunter's been going up to his mischief around no, the square. Really creepy. Um, like the CCTV footage, you see Jack staring at Hunter the whole mm. time. And he's like, look, Mal, look how weird Hunter's acting. I was like, mm, if I was Mal, I'd be like, Jack, you look really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> You're in this like big trench coat in the middle of the club staring at Hunter. Mm. I mean, also, to be fair to Jack... Hunter was acting creepy because he was he mm. kind of cheers and gestured. He did. The woman asked, I, it sounds really cheesy, but do you actually have a gun in your pocket? <laughs> and Hunter was like, Yeah, I do. You didn't get it. No, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, gun, yeah. Oh, I hated also when he was in E twenty and he was like flirting with the girls and he clicked his fingers and like gestured for a drink <laughs> to be sent over to him. It's like what a prat. Mm. Honestly. It... Plus why were they serving him? Because he's not eighteen, is he? No, but Billy wasn't working. So no one who knows Hunter was working that night. Um, he probably pretty... said, if you don't serve me, I'll get my mum to fire you. Or mm. But no, because he, he said to the women at the table, didn't he? He said, I own this club. Yeah. <laughs> no, your mum manages the club. Yeah. There's no ownership involved. Miss Mitchell owns it, love. Yeah. not get anything wrong. Sharon. Sharon owns it. Yeah. I would love Sharon have walked in and said, Hunter, get out. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, talking of mismanaging or basically the club running itself... Mel wasn't there. Sharon wasn't there. I d- it suddenly hit me that Billy has been running this club mm. by himself. And Billy's doing the choir and the football. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not been doing it. And and interrupting dates and mm. flirting with Shirley. I mean, how has Billy found the time to do all this? Considering Billy was the man who ordered uh, 100 crates of champagne to the wrong pub. And now he's running a club all by himself doing rotors. And, although 
again, the thanks from Mel was get out of the, get out of the know, office. I know, Ice Queen bad, yeah. wouldn't she? Straight away. Well, go away, Billy. Billy said, we've deserved pride. Like, I've been running everything. Have you done that? Yeah. Have you done this? Yeah. Have you done that? Yeah. I've been doing everything. Well, go away then. Yeah, go <laughs> away. All right, Mel. Yeah, all right, Mel. Yeah, calm She's yourself. very highly stressed. Ray's wives are back. And Nicola, yeah. who... Remember when she came back, when you first ever saw her, and she was like Miss Evil Boss Woman? And she was like, you two are nothing. You're just a passing phase for Ray. And then she went missing for a few weeks. And then she came back again and she was like this cowering, whimpering wife. And we were like, why is she suddenly changed? Mm. And then she comes back again this time. She's shoving Mel up against the wall and threatening her. Well, because she accuses... You're absolutely right. She's kind but of... Her personality keeps changing. Like a roller coaster. Yeah. She's she's concerned because Ray's gone missing. Um, And she says it's not particularly for Ray. It's just that I think you're up to something. I think mm. you've taken all the money that we're meant to be sharing. All of a sudden, she's misconfident again. Mm. I mean, that's not been explained. Because we know Mel has some of the money. Because she took the bag, which had money in it, from mm. Ray after yeah. she killed him twice. And... <laughs> And so Mel lied to them, really, by saying, oh, I don't know where any of the money mm. is. Well, she doesn't want them knowing that he's dead, does she? So no, I, I think she's not. playing things a bit close. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, Maddie's just Maddie's a bit in the background. She yeah. always is. She didn't really want to do this anyway, no, did she? She just, she just wanted, wanted to have a happy life. life. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> she wanted to go back to the hospital and look after her son. But, yeah, Nicola is concerned because Nicola knows that of all the things Ray is, he would never be someone who would abandon his children mm. and hunter hears this and then hunter discovers that he's got more children um, yeah. upsetting him. he threatens like ray's wives and that i think that's going to be their undoing because they're going to be like they're going to mention this to mel mm. and mel does find the gun that he hid under a pillow <laughs> well it which was, was ridiculous again his hiding places were just ridiculous he'd like and he would always play with it It was like a child with a toy wasn't mm. it it's like all the he time pointing it pointing it and he well then when he did it in front of the mirror as well when he kept he was like it looked like the scene from mm. taxi driver was like you're looking you're talking to me you're talking to me <laughs> nearly was, killed keanu but louise stepped in well, her, he, luckily she's so clingy that she stopped that yes because they had that fight and this is where beck says to um mel that he just saw an altercation between hunter and mm. keanu and it wasn't hunter this was different the hunter didn't look like he cared that he could just be punched in the face by keanu and mm. so he takes as revenge as we know because now everything cycles back to this gun is that he was going to take keanu down the same alleyway that His keegan brother. had been yeah. stabbed in um and shoot him dead <laughs> um so that was yeah that was yeah, a bit keanu dark can take him it's fine I don't know. If you have a gun struck in your face, I think it's a case of who can take it. <laughs> um, and we also had, again, forgetting that Ian is possibly in a relationship with Jean. He now forgotten about that and then wants to go on a date with Mel or thinks he has a date with Mel. But yeah. she's asking really inappropriate questions like, what's it like having your son being a murderer? <laughs> and how do you cope with it? And how can I deal with it? Really subtly. Well, um, she, she did the old... Um, I've got a friend who's got a <laughs> son who's done this. And yeah. it's like any other scenario, they'd be, oh, yeah, you've got a friend. But mm. no, Ian, yeah, he, he got it. sucked in by it. And he's, but it's it weird that they spent this time setting up him and Jean to then have this then inserted in. And it's like, they're but, not together. Yeah, but don't forget a year ago when Mel returned. Um, he was married. <laughs> He, he was married well he's still married isn't he yeah. I don't think they've divorced as as so he's having a relationship so he's he's as bad as Ray a bigamist Hunter <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> needs to shoot him there yeah um, but he said to Kathy soon to return Who? yes soon to return he said to Kathy that one day he was going to marry her Oh, so yeah. he's still got that in his head. He's he's still going to... Yeah, it is silly. But he does give her some good advice that when they thought they could help Bobby by, 
you know, doing everything away from the law, but mm. all it did was destroy their family more. Um, and they should have given Bobby the help to begin with. Yeah. And this puts then the cogs in motion for Mel that mm. actually, you know what, the best thing for Hunter would be for him to face up to his punishment. She can't phone the police though because she knows that she's going to get in trouble too. But no, so. she admits that she's going to get, she wants to get in trouble. She mm. said, I'll admit to it too. I'll say I did this and that and the other too. I mean, it's easily defendable that it's self-defence. Obviously, they've still got to... Yeah, but the fact that they buried a body then implements it slightly but the, the police have no idea whatsoever what's where I the body so. is it's been a month no maybe that woman that female detective back i'm sure she'll turn up next week mm. that woman who was asking her question it just seems a bit like the police don't care the police are like oh well that's another missing person to the list it just, just doesn't mm. seem to make any sense because he's also an ex-policeman like so you think they'd want to mm. you know line of duty and all Oh, certainly. <laughs> they want to get to the cusp of it. But um, I'm assuming next week, hopefully it continues. We don't have like mm. four weeks off again. And we see Hunter spiral, possibly, hopefully, fingers crossed, mm. kill Jack on the way. Well, I mean, Jack is sniffing about and we know that Jack probably has some kind of inkling of mm. what's going on there. Um, hence why he, I think he's hanging around them all the time. I think the relationship between Mel and Jack has well and truly ended now. Jack knows. Jack's probably been given some inside intel by um someone at the police station like yeah. jack always has we will find out we shall so um we are going to go on to who won the week now you know me i ain't one to gossip yes it's that time at the end of the show when we have a find out who you guys out there believe has won the week on the square this week bronson <laughs> no that was last week sorry you can't do the same again um Obviously, there's been other years where other characters may have won the week. And Ben has yet again delved into those years. So I have. what have you found? Right. Well, we are going to 1995, 30th of January. Robbie Jackson has had a house party. <laughs> oh, no. And Wellard has eaten some drugs from some people who crashed the party. <gasps> so Robbie's not very happy with these people. I wouldn't He's be either. Upset. I mean, are people that indirectly know Robbie, or are these just people? No, who they just turned up. The they crashed the party, and yeah, well, I'd ended up eating some drugs. He's not being very well, so That's... Robbie's goes to face him in the PG oh. and tells him to not do it, stay away. Oh, I bet I bet they were threatened <laughs> by that. And also, we have a new romance blossoming. Ooh. Roy and Pat go on their first date. Oh, this is the beginning of the because this is when Peggy and. Frank start mm. dating as well. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. This is a good time. For and um, apparently Roy kissed her the other day in front of people and embarrassed her. Oh. And um, he said, I'm sorry it embarrassed you, but I'm going to keep doing it. And then he kisses her on the cheek at the end of their date in her living room. Mm-hmm. And he says, can I take you out again? And she sort of looks away and she goes, pick me up at half seven. <laughs> <laughs> She's so classy, isn't she, Pat? I mean, so yeah, it's the start of that romance. It's not a spinning po tie though, is it, Roy? No. I mean, he never I do quite... love Roy though. Yeah, but he is it, nice. Pat never quite has that same affection toward Roy than no, she did. Not why orders. Exactly. Um, so the next one is 2010. Oh, current. 28th of January. Mm-hmm. It's Archie Mitchell's funeral, and Ooh. no one knows who's killed him, and they're all at the funeral, and the camera keeps looking at everyone. Stacy doesn't want to go. She goes, Charlie. Because Charlie Slater's like, we should go. It shows our community. She's like, we didn't even know and we shouldn't bother going. Mm. And then Bradley looks at her and says, no, we will go, Stacey. So. I mean, this is just... The live episode was March, wasn't it? Because it was their anniversary. Mm. So it builds Fe- up February, to the... Yeah. February, big pun. So it builds... So it's really close then to the yeah. live episode they have. I always go on about that live episode. But um, 
if you listen to, if you may have skipped it, but if you listen to the feature we had of Judy's yeah, Legacy, we talk about this, yeah. so give it a listen. And um, also the other storyline is Pat is in hospital because she's had a heart attack and they want to fit a pacemaker, but she's refusing any treatment. And she says, if it's my time, I'm just going to die. Pat. That's so not this, what I want to hear, is, Pat. This is the beginning of them. Um, they diagnose her with pancreatic cancer while doing x-rays for um, heart um, pacemaker, pacemaker stuff. So this is the beginning of... <gasps> the end of Pat and Janine is there having a go at her saying you have to you did the whole point it's not your time because they can help you and stuff so yeah not good I don't like this I do stand that Janine although she gave the impression that she was never really keen on Pat I think when Pat died that's there's the linchpin that was the moment where mm. Janine let her guard down a when bit. Janine changed mm. and she went from being a little bit naughty and evil to being totally yeah, a total left. slag you know <laughs> i was just a little bit evil i was totally evil <laughs> exactly um, and the last one is 24th of january 2017 now this is like two days out so it should have been last it's not technically this time last year but i couldn't resist oh, you it wanted to shoehorn it in so because you found it's a the way. bus crash episode yay <laughs> the bus crash episode the episode we all dreamt for yes where um louise is stuck on top of the bus and Keegan's videoing her, making fun of her getting out of the bus. Yes. For some reason, doesn't make sense. Because he loves her. And um, this is also when Kim and Denise... Kim doesn't like Denise because she's getting rid of the baby. Right. And Libby's there to support her. And when the mum tells them that they're not really sisters. Oh. Same week. That was that week. And um, the episode ends with Whitney's ringtone ringing and the bus is crashed on top. And Mick goes, no, not Whitney. <laughs> So there you go. Because let's never underestimate the human strength of 10 people pushing a double-decker bus in the air, saving Martin, someone from underneath. He was under the bus, but he was eating a pasty the next episode. And I, and I went on forward, <laughs> I and, I, and I went to the 30th of January and the 31st of January. So it was literally two episodes after, mm. and there's no sign of the bus crash. No, no, there's not one sign on the bus The crash. bridge isn't knocked down yeah. or anything. Because yeah. Kim and Denise were arguing. I was like, oh, I'll look back a few episodes to see what was going on. Mm. And it was a bus crash. I was like, what? <laughs> but like everything was fine afterwards, so it was really weird. It was a it was, it was a like peculiar moment, and then not talked about. Mm. Very odd. So yeah, there you go. All right. Oh, my favourite part of that was uh, the bus crash. <laughs> Obviously, the high tension stakes. Not Robbie that Jackson. Was. Well, Robbie Jackson was part of the bus crash too. He's probably sweeping the area around it with no, his um, he wasn't there, dust, was he? dust cart. No, he wasn't. Well, that was great. Thank you for letting us know who won the week in the past, Ben. <laughs> the bus. <laughs> It was a big red bust. Um, but what about this week? I hear you all cry out there. Mm. Well, um, we gave you four options. There was a fifth option nominated by a lot of people. Ooh. So she was added. Missed out. She was she, added as well. She. It was a she. And she did really well as well. She out. She outnumbered um, someone who we nominated. So she was mm. obviously someone we should have done from the start. Who was it? Who were the people? Well, let me tell you. So we asked who won the week. Was it Sharon? Jay? Hunter? No. Bailey? No. Or the nominated Shirley. Ooh, Shirley had Shirley. been nominated. Um, I want Sharon to win. We all we love Sharon. <laughs> and as I say every week, don't forget you can vote on this on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And although the results may show different on each one, we collate them all together mm. and then do a final result also, on the show. On our Facebook group, our private one, we have secret stuff on there where you can choose sections for our show going forward. So if you join onto it, you can add things because there's one on there at the moment. Yes, which we won't say. No. But if you join our Facebook group, You'll see what it is. Yeah, just search on Facebook EastEnders Weekly Podcast. Click to join the group, and we'll welcome you with open arms yes. for all the discussions of the show. What's, what's going to take over Julius' legacy when we finally finish that? <laughs> Who knows? Why well, don't you look in the group and find out? 
So back to who won the week. So do, should I do it in reverse order? Because a few people were a yeah. bit upset that I said the winner straight away last week. So Ooh. I know I got told off. So um, in last place with 17 votes. Bailey. Hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got 8.9%. In yep. fourth place. Bailey. <laughs> with 18 votes. So just one more than Hunter. But don't forget she was nominated. Shirley. Ooh. So she was a nominated yeah. with 9.4% of the votes. In third place. Bailey. <laughs> It was Bailey. <laughs> she was more popular than Hunter than yeah, Shirley. She got 30 yeah. votes, 15.7%. Wow. It's between Sharon and Jay. And let me tell you, it was two votes between them. <gasps> Who won the week? Sher- Sharon or Jay? I don't mind because I like both of them this week. Okay. Equally. The winner of Who Won the Week with 64 votes <laughs> was Jay. Oh. At second place, Sharon with 62. I do feel upset now that he's won. <laughs> yep you all i mean he did he had a great week and he goes to show that nice guy jay's a good character that could you know yeah. deserves a lot more time and it's there's a showed. reason why he's not being recast once yet because he's a good yeah ben's been recast six times uh, let's just quickly do a caveat with that that the ben's before have been very good one ben has been good no i from watching scenes when we do julia's theme with the ben no, just harry reed all the other Ben's were rubbish. I mean, the young, young Ben, <laughs> who got burnt by a teaspoon, he was a bit questionable. No, Harry Reid's the only good one, and maybe the new one, but all the others are rubbish. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the but new Jay's one, But Jay's not actually. being recast once, so there. No, that's maybe also because he's never left. <laughs> he stays, he's never left the soap itself. Let me read some comments uh, to do with who won the week. Uh, first couple uh, from facebook our facebook group danny robertson says i love bailey but it's got to be the return of the queen the smoldering chemistry between her and keanu much more than that spoiled princess louise and melanie williams says it's a close call between bailey and sharon on our twitter we had at pigeon widow one saying shirley winding billy up i love shirley at ryan Wrights 97 says jay because i didn't think him and ruby would work but after tonight's episode they do so there I agree. We... That's how I feel. Mm. We mm. all we all thought it. We weren't sure, but there we go. At Irish Terence STL says, I voted for Hunter. I thought he was brilliant this week. Bailey is adorable and Sharon will always be good, but I'm not a fan of Jay. And I don't find it believable that him and Ruby would get together. Ooh. It's an interesting take. At Belton underscore Ross says, I hate them. They've made Keanu so totally obsessed with Sharon. I don't understand. She's got no personality. Are you watching the same show? At Belton Ross, Sharon has the personality yeah. of a hundred women. She's the queen and of Wolford. She is the queen of Wolford. And to sum this up, at Jet KJ says, Sharon wins for her extensions. <laughs> so there we go. Extensions. So as I say, do uh, you can vote um, at the end of the final episode of the week of EastEnders on our Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for EastEnders Weekly Podcast. Yeah, we've just got a quick time just to read out some quick comments from our listeners. So we have East End on twitter they say it's so refreshing to see characters like jay and bex actually doing something this show works so much better when they use the cast properly mm, i, I yeah. totally agree bex had a few scenes which is nice bex yeah and it was nice to see bex yeah. rather than just getting shoved, shoved to the side again exactly we have the vic is cursed they say definitely seeing a noticeable change for the better a breath of fresh air to watch a variety of storylines it's been great so they've noticed the change in the filming and storylines crossing over. Yeah, it's all kind of mixing up a little bit. It's getting, getting good. We've got E.E. E. Sprite who says, Mel is wearing blue. Sharon has a red coat. What's the world coming to? Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know how they have their colours. Mm, Mel's green. That's Sharon's true. black. Yeah. 
normally Stacey's red, so... Yeah, she has that long red coat, doesn't she, she wears? I guess Sharon's maroon, so that's fine. And I've noticed recently that Ruby's colour is mustard. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for that. You're welcome. That's what I'm here (laughs) for. Um, At BornSlippy96 says, How would you guys feel about a return to the old firm storylines from the past? 2003 to 6 was my favourite era of the show, just because I love the mob storylines. I mean, mm. I don't have great memories of the mob storylines, but then to no. be fair, it, it works. But I know a lot of people kind of tuned out in that period mm. for that reason, and that's why they—it was a very short period. I mean, John York tried to bring that back with the Aiden thing, mm. and it was kind of exciting, but it always gets negative and positive. Those sort of things, yeah, polarizes the audience yeah. a little bit. While a good, strong story, like an interesting story with character is a bit more interesting perhaps a bit more watchable mm. but we all, what you were saying when the show was first made they almost turned it into more of a police crime mm. show and that's why those weird police characters get being introduced and then they change direction they quickly so. changed it back but they do they go through periods of i mean eastenders classic if you're watching it is slowly becoming mm, the, the firm, firm storyline now and uh, we know that that's comes quite prominent with Dirty Den and they do it they do it a lot I mean when the Mitchells were introduced it was introduced with that in mm. mind too that's what I think with Ruby mm. Johnny Allen firm rivalry perhaps got to see maybe we shall see if you've enjoyed the show please do rate us on itunes um and as i said numerous times before but i thought it doesn't hurt repeating it one more time you can find us on twitter at eastenders week instagram at eastenders weekly podcast or Facebook, just search EastEnders Weekly Podcast for our group, or you can email us, EastEndersWeekly at gmail.com. Oh, who's that coming in? Better late than never.